G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. This is Dapper J, my co-host Bobby G, and we got a a different, more reflective episode of A Thousand Jumpers. We're going to call this, Where Were You When? Um, It's just going to be Rob and I, I'm going to spit, you know, just throw out some... uh, Where were you when you went to your first strip club? Uh, I was in D.C., I went to the stadium. It was, Me too. It was, it was cool. Um, actually, if I wanted to say like, well, the first one I got to go in and see everything was stadium. But the first one I actually went to was oh. with Marquise. <laughs> and it was, all right. So like, you know, Keith be like taking the bus and just, yeah. just be on the bus. He took the wrong bus. So now I'm blown. And then we get off because we were trying to go get some art supplies. Then we're like on battleground or something, and we're walking, and we just stumbled upon the strip club. We walked in, and they told us we needed a membership of like seven dollars, <coughs> and we could go in. They were the strippers were practicing, and yo, I had seven dollars in cash. I'm like, we could go right now. I'm hyped. <laughs> He's like, nah, nah, we can't. I'm like, yo, and I think the strippers thought. Well, the lady who worked at the desk, I think she was a stripper too. I think they thought that I was like Keith's son because he was using like, yeah, this is me and my son. I'm like, yo, I'm not your son. So girls really believe that like some some women thought he was my dad. So Because yeah. he looked, he dude look kind of older and you look like a kid. Yeah, shit. definitely. But so that was my first, I didn't get to go in the strip club. Like I was in the door, but I didn't mm-hmm. see anything. So stadium's the first time I saw something. And that was wild because my first uh, experience at stadium, I was supposed to go with Jared, but Jared had family come in town. So mm-hmm. I went by myself. I walked yeah. in. To the left was the food. Mm-hmm. I went to the right, and then I just see a naked girl on the pole, and I'm like, yo, I'm really in a strip club. Then out of nowhere, hey, yo, Jarrell, is that you? And I'm like, who do I know in the strip club? <laughs> but uh, I knew one of my, my homies' homeboy or whatever. So, yeah, that was... That was that, man. That was in the strip club. <laughs> oh, snap. So, alright, let's, let's do a, um, let's do a happy one. Uh, where were you when you graduated high school? Uh, I was in high school. <laughs> well, to be specific, I was in New Market, Virginia, which is the boonies, which is like four and a half hours outside of D.C. Like, it's the sticks. We talking nothing but Republican signs. And because it was a boarding school, we had a whole graduation weekend. So we had like three ceremonies, like Friday. Well, no, four, I think, because we had one Friday night. We had two on Saturday, and then we had one Sunday. Yeah, man, it was the. I went to sleep during my first one Friday night because <laughs> we was wilding. So I was on the. So not, mind you, it's a church school kind of thing, right? So we got the first ceremonies like inside the church, and so I'm sitting in the in this uh, this like the choir row or whatever, and they got this opening behind me, and I slide you not, I am about. 
two inches away from falling into the abyss, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My man's grabbed me like right at the nigga touch. Like, yo, Bobby. I'm like, yo, shit. <laughs> Like, man, uh, I remember my, uh, so Saturday they had the, the um, they had the part of uh, our ceremony where they would name, like, your scholarships to, like, certain schools that, you know, like, they give your certain school scholarships, like, kind of like, like, you go here, like, we'll give you money because you got, like, grades and other shit, right? Right. So they were naming the people, and I'm like, and I didn't expect me to get none because, I mean, I had great SAT school, and then my grades were pretty good. But, like, I ain't applied to no school that, like, had anything to do with our school. So they are uh, named, I think the highest scholarship was, like, 36 grand or something and they then they called my name and I'm chilling talking to my man and they're like Bobby George and I'm like yeah so I'm out here and then they're like and then the people look at me I'm like I think I gotta get up right now <laughs> I get up so I stop doing the point like hey what's up y'all <laughs> yo them always look my dad looked at me like this nigga here bro wow <laughs> Yeah, it was it was the longest ceremony I've ever had in my life. So for me, um, graduated from Flowers, shout out 2011, and uh, we were at you know the Xfinity Center. So I'm like, yo, I grew up a Turt fan. I'm really like on the court, you know, where like my my heroes played basketball. But everybody graduated in the air. Yeah, no, definitely. But it still was cool. That was my <laughs> as quiet as cat. That was my first time in the arena. Was wow. Um, the day I graduated, so oh. that was that was pretty cool. Just being a part of that and, and seeing everybody. I remember we get on the tunnels. I'm seeing girls cry, and I'm like, really? Like I didn't. I really wasn't. <laughs> like you didn't cry at graduation. Nah. That's crazy. I never. I guess I lived with my friends a year and a half, so like, yeah, we we, we were close. Yeah. You know, some support Trump and our racism, so <laughs> like, <laughs> we no longer friends. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nah, but I would say, yeah. Other than that, was was really dope. Uh, we had um the broadcast of James Brown as our uh as our well, CBS. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to tell him years Broad, later that man. that he spoke. But if we being honest, Rob, I swear I've I've heard John Davis speak, um, and I've heard you know James Brown. They apparently they gave amazing speeches that I never heard. Like being in the <laughs> audience, I never heard it. You ain't worried about none of that. Exactly. Yeah. So all types of business people come out there and do our speeches, and you know, I'm, I'm like, bro, we out here lit as hell. We had just got back from senior class trip, which was a week in this place called Nasoka Pines, bro. If I tell you that we was doing there, I'm surprised we didn't all get suspended before graduation. Oh man, took the animals. So yeah, um, but yeah, shout out high school, man. Next year is 10 years for both of us. That's, that's pretty insane. Niggas uh, is old. Yeah, for sure. Um, where were you both times when Obama got elected? I think the first time I was in my room sleep. Because I already knew it was going to happen. So I was just like, oh, we got this. I went to sleep. The second time, I was actually in Kentland cooling because we had, uh, I boated in Kentland. So we was all, so we was all outside, you know, wilding out like, yeah, it's going down. This the repeat. It was a little, but yeah. I would say in 08, I was at home. We, we didn't, we weren't able to vote. Um, mm-hmm. so just kind of waking up and like, yo, we have a black president. And I remember we had an assembly, right, where our principal, uh, shout out Miss Jones, RIP. And, uh, the way she made Damn, it sound. She is there. Yeah, it's crazy, right? The way she made it sound was like, yo, Obama was coming the next day. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, I thought, like, <laughs> I had a, a inkling of a thought and I realized, how did he get from Chicago and to be anywhere in the country? He chose Charles Herbert Flowers High School. And they, like, played his, um, 
his victory speech and, and whatnot. And that, that was Tim Gray, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Tim Gray, yeah. <laughs> we was in the gym and all that, so I remember that. But the the repeat in, in 2012, to this day, that's probably, that's the single greatest experience I ever had at A&T. Mm. Um, I just remember that whole day. Like I, I early voted, and I remember our, Ooh, our look teacher. At you. Our teacher, he uh, worked at the Greensboro News and Record, and he told us no matter if he wins or lose, there'll be no class. And we had an eight a.m., so I was like, all right, bet. So at least we can, no matter what happens, I don't have to get up early for class. And I remember voting, and everyone was just kind of anxious. We didn't know, like, yo, if Mitt Romney could win, like it was a good chance or whatever. And um, he was holding it down for your birthday. Ha, uh, no. I mean, he's, he's holding it down now, though. <laughs> but uh, so I remember just being at my suite, and my my suite mate Fred was getting to go hop in the shower. He was like, "Yo, I'm about to hop in the shower," and Fred would take. This is how you know we lived on campus, cause Fred had no concern for like any electricity or water bill. <laughs> my, my dude would let the water run for like 25 minutes and then hop in. I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. He was like, yo man, if he win, knock, like, let me know or whatever. I'm like, alright, cool. So we went and I crossed the, literally crossed the hallway, core, uh, state. So like, mm. it was core and the sweet mates, Kayla and Kaylin were watching. And he had just won Ohio. And when he won Ohio, you know, he, he got the number of delegates he needed to win. And um, it was just kind of like, wait, he won. Yo, he won. And as we're starting to scream, you're hearing screams down the hall. So we run back into our... Uh, uh, we run back into our our room, and Fred was literally getting ready to like walk into the bathroom. We like, he just won. What? He won. He won. <laughs> One of my homies is like, "Yo, meet me on the strip, Dap." So I go on the strip. We the the um the viewing party in the union that was at capacity. They let us in. We going crazy, and I've told the story, but I love telling it again. Shout out T. Uh, yeah, it was TK. And like these girls start twerking because you know Obama won. So TK hops on one of the girls. He's like, yeah, let's go. And the dude was like, hey, bro, that's my girl. Oh, snap. And we just all stopped. He's like, nah, I'm just playing. Turn up, turn up. Yeah. So like we hype. I end up like getting the twerk or whatever. We, we had caught everybody on the strip. People jumping in the reflection pool. We marched from the reflection pool all the way to the ANC four statue. People honking their horns on the strip. Like it was, it was crazy. We probably didn't go to bed till like two thirty, three a.m. <laughs> and I remember, I saw Core. We had we had like, bro. I had six classes fall semester. I had five of them with Core, <laughs> so like I couldn't escape Core at all. And I was like, yo, cool, what a difference a day makes, right? She's like, why would you say that? I was like, because yesterday we were unsure. Today, you know, we were validated. We go to a we go to a, a panel, like, you know how they would have the panels in GCB? Mm-hmm. And then the dude, the first thing he said was like, what a difference a day makes. I was like, see, I'm not the only one. Shut <laughs> so, up. Uh, yeah, that, that day, man, I, I would want to relive that day again if I could. That day was awesome. So, um, yeah. Let's. What's other? Where were you when Michael Jackson died? Oh, this is definitely one of my favorite stories. Um, I was at my my I was not my current. I was at my girl's house, and we was having sex. Right. So after we got finished, I'm just laying in the bed naked. Right. Her mama busts through the door. Mind you, she's Jamaican. So her mama busts through the door. Boom! I think my life is going to leave me. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, she starts screaming, like, ah! And I'm like, oh, this is really about to go down. (laughs) She's going to top me or some shit. I didn't know what was going to happen. And she, like, he dead. And I'm like, is she talking about me? 
And then she says, Michael, and I, and this, mind you, we go to the same church, right? So as a kid that we know named Michael, he like a couple years old, so he ain't a kid. But like, we both know him, right? So I'm like, Michael, like from church he dead? And she like, no, Michael Jackson. And I was like, huh? And she was like, Michael Jackson is dead. And I was, and she started, cause she's like a super Michael Jackson fan. She started crying. And I'm just, I just remember sitting in the bed with a sheet over me, ass and naked, just like, and like, yo, Michael Jackson died? And I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Now, mind you, I'm looking at my clothes on the, across the room. I'm like, I gotta, definitely gotta find a way to put these on. But like, I'm still shocked, cause it's like, Michael Jackson is just like, he don't go by the laws of time. So you just figure he'd always exist. So I'm just like, wait, Michael Jackson died. Like, I remember her getting up and leaving the room. And I was like, thank God, because it was dead ass awkward. Like, you got your daughter naked and you got me naked. Like, it was a mess. But shout out to the King of Pop, man. That is definitely way more elaborate than mine. <laughs> I did not have that experience at all. Um, no, I was in the crib. I remember it was, uh, was it a Sunday? I, I felt it was on a weekend. Yeah, I think yeah, it was, a it was like a weekend. So I remember I woke up and I went like my mom and my parents room. They had the iron, so if I wanted to iron my shirt or whatever, I would go in there. And she had the news. Wait, on. So you did do household stuff? I still do household <laughs> stuff. Yes. <laughs> Don't play. Carry on. <laughs> and I went in there. And she's watching. She cut on like CNN, and they said Fair Fawcett died. I was like, "Who's that?" And they're like, "Oh, from uh, Charlie's Angels." I was like, "Oh, okay, mm. you know that's that's sad, but all right." And I I think I just got Facebook, so like you were starting to see things on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh. And then we all kind of like I don't even know who called or whatever. We just turned on CNN, and they were confirming it. It was just like what. I mean, my brother was crying. Um, I, I'm tearing. I'm, I'm emotional, and I'm just like, "Yo, we lost Michael Jackson, bruh." And I remember that's probably the only thing I remember because everywhere, like MTV Jams, the radio, they literally played nothing but Mike the entire week. Like, I don't remember anything else about that week. I just remember we lost Bruh. Mike. <laughs> that was it. Like you couldn't escape. It was like bam in your face. Yeah, it was, it was, it was unreal seeing that in real time. And I remember the memorial service; they were showing everything. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a crazy time, man. And I guess we'll do another crazy time because um, one of the things they show kind of correlates with this. Where were you on nine eleven? Um, Oh, I was, man, I was throwing up the CH heavy, nigga. <laughs> I was like, have like elementary school. <laughs> I was, I really was confused. I thought you were talking about Charles Herbert Fly. I was like, throwing up I the Never, CH. never, never, never talking again, bro. And I still remember a cap, uh, school song, Capitol Heights. It's the best. It's a wild ass song. Well, I but, saw um, a lot more cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows what type of areas we were from. We're like, I still know we, my song, but you're going to laugh if I start singing it. Yeah, you probably had some corny ass shit. And <laughs> what, what was your mascot? Did you go to the Perrywood? Yeah. That's a bitch ass name. <laughs> Chill, bro. <laughs> what's your, what's your, what was your mascot? Uh, we were the Panthers, Perrywood Panthers. Oh, uh, we were the Cougars. Yeah, Capital Heights Cougars. Yeah. It was kind of wild saying that though, but um, <laughs> yeah, we was in um, I think I was in third grade, you were and in third grade. we were in Miss Valu's class, which she looked like the teacher from the Black Lagoon. Um, and then the shit happens, and then we're like, oh, and they start showing the little shit on TV and shit. I don't, I don't care. I'm like, ooh, smoky building, whatever. And then I remember the um, Pentagon joint happened, and everybody's like, 
Yo, they're screaming on the intercom and everything, and people's parents are coming up to the school rapidly. Like, I remember my dad comes to pick me up, and I never get to get out of school early. So, like, I was like, oh, something must have went down. And, like, so we get to the crib, and I remember they had all that shit on the news, every channel. And I was just like, what is going on? No school? Bet. So, for me, I was in Perrywood in third grade. Um, I want to say I was in Mr. Daniel's class. And they didn't, they never showed us on the TV. They just said it was like, well, one, it was my principal's birthday. And I remember they were going to have a, a assembly to celebrate her birthday. So, they had like took us out in the parking lot like mad early. I'm talking like 10 30 a.m. And it's just like, what's going on? You know, it's a regular day. They're like, oh, we're leaving school early. And they don't tell us that what's going on. They just said we're leaving school early. So all of us were hyped. We're like, hey, like, oh, this is so, this is tight, right? And shout out <laughs> this girl named is Katera, Katera Jones. I never forget it. She was like, "We need to stay in school and get our education." And we looked at her like, "Girl, bye, go home." Um, it's always one. Yeah, and like I get in the car, my dad picks me up, and I'm like, "Dad, you know why are we getting out of school early? The towers were hit." What? Yeah, the towers were hit. True, like dead ass. It's like okay. Um, and we get home, and then it was like, oh, you know, the Pentagon got hit, and I knew my mom worked at Pentagon Federal Credit Union, so I'm thinking it was in the same building, but it wasn't. And mm. she got my brother, and yeah, like I just remember that day, like time just kind of slowed down. But um, yeah, so that that's how I remember nine eleven. Um, let's do another another good good one. Uh, where were you? Uh, Tana and eleven. When you first heard Blueprint One, I was in my room. Like, me and my brothers all shared the room. But technically, if you go to my dad's crib right now, um, there's a bunk bed. So technically, me and my brother shared the room our whole yeah, life until I, I, I moved I out. <laughs> Hey, I'm just giving the fans something. You know what I'm saying? I got my own spot, though, so I don't live there, guys. So, yeah, hoes, what's up? But, um, yeah, so my brother, my oldest brother, he had a boombox, and he actually had Blueprint burnt, or like, get this joint. He's like, yo, it's the new J album, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, let's hear that joint. And I remember putting that joint in the boombox. And press play, and we hear the rulers back. I'm like, oh, this sounds amazing, right? And my dad's walking by the room, and then all you hear is takeover, like, oh, oh, see, we learning this rap shit. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is one curse word, right? And my dad kind of hears it. And then he was like, Memphis, please, we run this right. And he keeps saying shit. I'm like, ah, oh, we about to get that ass <laughs> My dad comes in, what the hell are y'all listening to? So, like, we had to end up listening to, like, uh, in the boom box, but with, like, headphones inside the joint. And I'm just like, this album is so crazy. Like, H to the Izzo was, like, my shit. Like, song cries, like... <laughs> It's just a different feeling inside when you hear a song cry. Like, never change. Like, every... You don't know. Bro, I could probably rap that whole album front to back. Like, it's, it's that and Project English are the first albums I heard, like, front to back. And Blueprint was just... So for me, I have a different experience. Like, I was, I was musically deprived then, as you, mm. you know. Um... So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I knew Izzo for sure. Like, Izzo is probably the first. Like, I, I knew rap, obviously, before. But I think Izzo is the first song I, I remember. I know the whole rap song. Like, put a <laughs> in my, if you put a gun in my head, it's like, you need one rap song to save your life. I'm probably rapping Izzo. And I know I'm going to live. And I knew, like, the singles. 
and I remember and again I, I for those who don't know I give Rob a lot of like my credit for me like discovering a lot of music um he's put me on game like Nas Nas and Lupe I really wouldn't be as big of a fan of as I am of them if it wasn't for Rob I give give him all that credit but in addition to that me getting a new iPod I had a lot more space I think it went from like 8 gigs to 16 gigs so between Rob telling me certain albums to get in Ja it was like yo man you need to just get all the classics I was like you know what I was looking at certain like countdowns on BET or on Double XL. I'm gonna look up all the classics all the rappers that I kinda like and just download their whole catalog so with every Jay-Z I'm like Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt Media Fire Google search first link download I downloaded his whole catalog that day and I'm like well I'm gonna go with Blueprint cause it has uh, Izzo on it and I remember the week before I did that I heard You Don't Know for the first time on radio it was a DJ mix right mm. and it was when you know Jay-Z started doing the math Yep. and I'm just like yo this is so hard but I'm like wait Jay-Z hasn't rapped about um rock aware in years so this has to be old <laughs> like this isn't new <laughs> but the way it was being played I'm thinking like yo this is the latest and greatest <laughs> so I went back and heard it and I remember just running it back front to back I was like I mean this is my favorite hip hop album of all time <laughs> like this this is it like this is perfection you know so yeah salute to, to Jay and uh yeah so I was in yeah. 10th grade when I probably first heard uh yeah, the blueprint. I think after tenth grade, I caught up and I was hearing everything that was coming out in real time. So, because of that, where were you when you first heard the Carter Three? Um, that came out June. Yeah, uh, I remember it got pushed back a couple times. Yep. And I was such a fan. Like the Carter Three was like my MySpace password. Like, that's how much of a fan I was. I was so anticipating it. Um, I had just got on, I had just got on to Wayne Wayne like a few years before. Like, I remember people would like play, like, you know, back in the day they had like mixtapes where they would have the verses on different beats. So, yeah. like, I heard Hustler music on like a different beat. And then first, then I heard Hustler music, then I actually heard like Carter 2. And I was like, oh, I know this whole song, but it's on a completely different beat. But this makes it sound crazy. Yeah. So, like, I'm like already like super Wayne fan. And so when Carter 3 drops, I'm just like, it's just like you just knew like from the first joint I think the first song was what three Pete mm-hmm. and I'm just like and that's just like they can't stop me even, even if, if they stopped me and it was like oh he's about to say some shit like he this this is his this is his I'm just like Carter 2 was his like I am one of the best rappers you've ever heard um, Carter 3 was like I'm the biggest rapper in the game album and I remember Mr. I remember the first time I heard Mr. Carter. Holy shit. That oh that was a man. That was, that was I, I was in my friend Jason's car and we listened to it, you know, and I'm just like this shit is like you got Wayne and Ho what is going on here? Like bro, like fucking Dr. Carter. Yeah, how he broke that down. Shoot Dr. me Carter. down. Holy shit! Yeah. Millie, like this oh, is so tie many my hands. Yo, oh my god! I first heard tie my hands on on the same way like hustle music. I heard on a different beat. So when I first heard the actual song, I was just, bro, I was blown away, bro. Bro, I think I was like. To this day, I'm still mad we never got a comfortable video, bruh. That is the one song that everybody loves that I don't like. Comfortable was so fun. And I was like, it's a smooth song, but like at the time, I'm just like, bars to death, Wayne. <laughs> like, yeah, it was too, it was too jazzy for me, man. 
You really don't like baby face though. <laughs> I don't. I told you I don't. Like it's one of the things like yo, everybody was like, yo man, baby face won. I'm like, nah bro, like I'm not playing them shits, B. He won, bro, but he lost. He won. <laughs> but um, yeah. for me, I I would say my my Wayne standum was like was peaking, you know, I had I mean, we grew up with Wayne, but I think it was probably around um, me hearing the Drought Three, and that's I think that's when I like started anticipating Carter Three, and I still really went hip to like the mixtape sites. And let me be real, for me to hear the Carter Three in its entirety, it took me a while because you know I, I live with my my people, so they were regulating when I could get the album. So I mean, yeah. I had the lollipop single, I had the Millie single. I had heard comfortable, cause I think uh, someone else had put it up on iTunes illegally, where they had put like Pussy Money Weed, and then yeah. so I bought that song and I bought Comfortable. I was like, yo, this song is dope. It was a, a Wayne and and Birdman mixtape called Happy Father's Day, <laughs> and I was like, yo, all right, so I bought it. Um, but I remember. It came out on June 8th, and the next week, um, or that weekend, no, that weekend, I stayed with my un- my uncle, my cousins, my uncle, aunt, cousins, because it was like my parents' anniversary. They were celebrating it or whatever, and they knew I was a Wayne fan. I was like, yo, Wayne's going to sell a million, and they was like, I don't know, man. I don't think he will. And I'm like, he's going to. And we listened to 95.5. I was like, this just in. Wayne is on pace to sell 1.1 million copies. I was like, yes. My favorite <laughs> rapper did it. <laughs> oh, I was I was ecstatic. So when I think I finally heard all of the Carter 3, like hearing Mr. Carter, which is still my favorite song of that album. Another song that we should have got a video for. Um. <laughs> what What else? Um, I, I I still love comfortable. Tie my hands is crazy. Uh, yeah, three peat. Stope. Um, I don't know. There's just so many. Oh, I have memories uh, got you ain't got nothing on me. Crazy, bro. Oh my god, bro, Jewel's. Wayne, Wayne, you ninety percent of the time, Wayne. Joel's beats you, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, yo, with my pistol on my side, like, don't be dumb. What? Yeah, so now that whole album, man, and I'm going to say this, even though this doesn't go to where where were you when, dog, to this day, my favorite performance in the history of the BET Hip Hop Awards was, <clears throat> was when Wayne did Gossip, bro. Mm. Like that is still to this. Day. I I have the live version. Like I don't have the the studio version of that song. I only wow. have the BET performance. <laughs> um, nah. Yeah. So nah. I just want to shout that out. But not definitely. Uh, that that was a magical time for me, man. Yeah. I think honestly, there's no better feeling than like. When something that you like, something or someone you admire, respect, is the best. Yeah, something oh my god! Like when they're the best and and it's clear cut, uh, you you can hate on them, but you still gotta be like, yeah, and we're the best. Uh, like they they're number one. It's the best feeling, bro. That's the best uh, feeling. Man. You just smile like you're just like at the end of the day, that's like your ultimate. Like that's you just like. Hey man, man's cooking. Graduation. I've only I've, I've only had that feeling a couple times. Some from my favorite football teams, favorite sports teams, and then when when the, when your favorite rapper is the best rapper in the game. <laughs> like, oh, I had that friend, that feeling early. Shaq repeated early in my life, so <laughs> like you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> And then when he won with the Heat, oh yeah, we I was immortal. And like I was like, it doesn't matter what you do. Well, you know what's crazy? Because I was a, I was a, a Laker fan then. I remember the moments I remember most from that three P as a kid 
I definitely remember um, when Ori hit the shot. Mm-hmm. I remember where I was. <laughs> I remember all that. I remember where Ori hit the shot, and I remember when AI stepped over Lou. Like out of that three in the air, those are probably. And I remember Kobe throwing in the shack. All right, those are the three moments I remember most from that three P. I'm gonna tell you, my three moments are probably no. The first one, the scariest moment of my life up until that point was AI in Game One because AI had went through the East just toughing it out and winning, right? So I'm like, yo, we got Shaq and Kobe. We ain't lost the game in the playoffs up to then. And this little motherfucker just kept scoring. And then they won the first game. I was legit scared. Like, bro, <laughs> he beat us. I'm a crap. <laughs> and so that was, yeah, him stepping over Lou was iconic. I remember he dunked on like three Nets players. And I was just like, yo, I'm not watching any of these games anymore. We're going to sweep these fools. Like, it was ridiculous. I think game one had like 30 and 15 or something. And it was like, it's over. They, it's, it's time to repeat. And um, I actually remember um, when Kobe scored, I think it was game four against the Pacers. Yeah. When Shaq fought out. Yeah, because I remember, I remember watching the game. I'm like, yo, Shaq's cooking. Shaq's cooking. And then before, out of nowhere, it's big. Little Shaq's off the game. I was like, wait, what? And I just remember thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be a tough series because they're going to win this game. And then Kobe just started scoring. I was like, oh, wow, we're about to win this game. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that was, yeah, nah. When your team three-peats, the most amazing feeling in the world. Yeah, so... Um, another happy moment. Uh, where were you when the Nationals won the World Series? I was I was here, and I was watching the game on my laptop, and that game was just like that whole game was just like it was super close. Um. The Astros was winning most of the game. Like it was, I felt like it was controlling the game, and I was just like, uh, "Was it a Grinky pitch in that game?" Um, for Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember he was throwing like seventy mile an hour balls, and like we just couldn't hit him. It wasn't like he was just killing us. It was just like, even the bullshit pitches, we just was missing them. And I was like, we're going to fuck this up. And I that, remember that they were calling freaking ball strikes. I was like, bro, oh that was a ball. Goodness, bro. <laughs> I was like, there's no way he's down two count already. This is ridiculous. So, um, I remember them having cold there. And I just remember being scared because like, I remember how what uh, Kershaw did to us when we lost to the Dodgers that year. He came in and relieved and just cooked us the, like the last inning or two, whatever. And I was like, "Fuck!" So, but then they chose not to put Cole in, and then we got the first, got like our first hit, and I was like, "Yo, we can oh, we might win this game." And I'm the um the last out was just like he threw it, and that thing was like. Ow! And he threw his glove, and I just remember screaming because I was like, I've been in national fans since they came into town, and like we've had some disappointing seasons. And I remember Strasburg had to sit down that year in the postseason, mm-hmm. and we had won like ninety five games or something. And I was like, Oh, we're gonna cook, and then they're like, Nah, because his health, we're not gonna play him. And I was like, So we're just gonna tank the playoffs, and then like then Harper got injured. I was like, bro, we lost our chance, and Harper left, and that was like, yeah, we might. This is like Alfonso Soriano all over again. So for me, I had a different experience. Um, I was down downtown with uh, shout out Sykes and, and Jasmine Taylor was I think sick, so she she couldn't make it. And it was one of them things where. I think Steph had hit me, was like, yo, are you going to uh, downtown for the game? I'm like, it's game six. If they make it for game seven, I'll be downtown. I'm not going downtown for game six. I we got to gotta see it. So it's one of the things where I had kind of like 
laid in my bed and I was borderline getting a pass. I'm like, no, I gotta go. So I went down there. We get down there. The line was already wrapped around the, the bar because we're on Navy Yard where the Nats play. By the time we get in the bar, it's the first inning. So we had timed it perfectly. We get in there. You know, Nats are down. And the thing um, with what you call him pitching, I can't think of his name. Uh, what's his name? Not Strasburg, the other pitcher. You talking about Scherzer? Yeah. Yeah. Scherzer's always going to give up a home run. Like, if, if he's if he's in the zone, he's in the zone. But if he's not, he's going to hey, give up a home bong, bong. run. And I'm watching it. And again, for me, if we lose to... And, and I'm an Orioles fan, guys, but I like the Nats a lot. So he, let me... he is adopting that we soon as that World Series came. See how that happened, guys. Okay. But I, I was rooting for the Nats. I was rooting for the Astros. But if we... If if my team loses to the team's best player, if the best player balls out, I can't get mad. Because mm-hmm. I expect him to ball out. So for me, if Jose Altuve balled out, can't get mad. If George Stringer balls out, can't get mad, right? And it like, was that bullshit ass dude. What is his name? Bro, I don't even know his name. My oh, man was batting one eighty eight in the world. Yo, series. it was I'm like, ridiculous. Why be the one to hit the Bow. home run? Bink, bro. He's not even good. Like, yeah, a tear really shed went on my eye. I was like, this dude just oh, it's about to be a hell of a day. It'd be just me, like some man, DC I was just shit. There like, bro, we. I, I I did not come out here for them to lose this game. Like they gotta win this game. And when the Nats start making that comeback, and they didn't put Cole in, oh, I was like, it's, oh, like, it's happening. I was. You, have you seen the clip of Michael Strahan when uh the Giants when the Patriots score and he's looking at his teammates like seventeen fourteen, believe it and it won't mm-hmm. happen. I'm saying that the fans. And it will. Like, I'm dabbing up people, and and yo, just seeing that in real time, bro. Um, it was it was beautiful, and and one of them things where because Sykes drove and he was my ride back, we had to leave before we had to leave and get to his car by midnight, or they were going to close like where he was, and I would be trapped downtown. So when I left. It was literally like one out, and they was like, "Bro, you're leaving, bro. We're about to win." I was like, "I gotta leave. We got, I gotta get this car ride, bro. Forget your car, man. We we gotta win." Like I'm like, "Nah, I, we gotta leave." And to hear that roar, and then to get in the car, and then to start like driving and dapping up fans, that was that was one of the cooler like experiences I've ever been a part of, um, for sure, man. City was going crazy. Um, and it's crazy because a year prior, like I, I saw Bryce Harper win uh, the home run derby, mm-hmm. and, and being there, that's something one I've always dreamed of going to a home run derby, and to see that, and I was thinking after he left, I'm like, dang, this might be one of the best moments in our in the Nationals franchise history because right. we're not gonna do nothing, and, and to we see thought, we a, thought that year was our year, and to see a year later. Then then win it. Oh, I got video when Howie hit the home run, bro, and they in the bar play. This is how we do it, bro. That was special, bro. Like you know, oh, it's, it's moments man. like that I'll, I'll never forget. Shout out to Ryan Zimmerman, man. Like he he came to play. So you know, big big salute to to the Nats, man. That was that was a special moment. I'm I'm so glad I was there for that. Being downtown like that, that was that was man. That, yo, my heart was. That might have been the time my heart has been the most tense in the world. <laughs> yeah, Game Seven, World Series. So we got that moment. All right, let's. We're we going to go back and forth with the emotions. Where were you when Whitney Houston died? Or do you remember where she where you were? <laughs> I do not actually remember where I was. I just remember a bunch of stories coming out, and then something had to do with Ray J, and I was like, oh, you know it's about to be crazy. <laughs> 
yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you where I was. That was just like a, that was just a strange thing. I just, it was like, wow. Yeah. So for me, I was freshman in college. I remember that night we were supposed to go to some party. And it kind of broke on Twitter. And I was just like, what? And um, I called my folks. And they was like, yeah, you know, Aunt Janice told us, da-da-da. And I'm going to be real with you, Rob. I think we were supposed to go out that night, go to some party. Mm-hmm. I didn't go out that night, man. I probably played I Love the Lord for like an hour straight. And then went to bed, bro. <laughs> and be real. You was like, oh, man, <laughs> nah, I love the Lord is my favorite. That's probably my my favorite gospel song ever. Like I think No Weapon could arguably be the greatest gospel song, but my favorite is uh, I Love the Lord by Whitney Houston, off the Preacher's Wife soundtrack. I think I'm Every Woman is probably my favorite Whitney Houston song. There's no wrong answer. Like I'm not about to be like, yo, your song no, is trash. There is a wrong answer because you're gonna pick some shit like Superstar and gonna be dead ass. Superstar fun. is fire, bro. Dead ass, bro. So this is the shit I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that that was a, a crazy. And then I remember I got an even crazier like story from that. Not at the time, but my barber, she was also a celebrity hairstylist, oh. and she was just like, um she had invited her friend to to come with her to LA to Grammy weekend and her friend was a huge Whitney Houston fan and the surprise was the the client she was doing the stylist for was cool with Whitney and he was going to and she was going to introduce um the friend of Whitney or whatever mm. and she was like they were on a plane and the pilot said like Whitney Houston died so not only like was the friend sad and you know everybody was like what and then she told him like i was going to introduce you to her this weekend and nah i can't i was like dang bro imagine being like on the way to like i'm supposed to meet with person and then they die like god man that'd be crazy yeah so i, I never um never forget that moment um what's another um alright I, I got a, a better one where <laughs> were you when you were at your first A&T party oh it depends on what you consider A&T party or your first, mm, cause nah, nah, nah. Your first successful A <laughs> and party experience. Let me say that. Oh, um, well, the minute blackout counts. Yeah, that's that's your first successful. That. Oh, that was probably one of the most amazing nights of my life, man. <laughs> Just cause, like at that moment, I had never done like you know, what I'm I wasn't even like a party type of dude. I was, I was definitely more like, oh, so I'm too cool, whatever. Um, he still that, is that way, guys. Don't don't let it fool you. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, we went we pregame. I remember that was lit, and I was like, oh man, this is going to be a good night. And the first, I got my first twerk there, and I remember because Phil was like, yo, you gotta get your first twerk, bro. I was like, all right, where where? And he uh picked this joint that was like she was kind of big, and I was like. Phil, bro, my first story is not going to be no. <laughs> no you know, some people in the crew is like they they get the girls they not really feeling as like warm up. Yeah, I get, but it's like me for me. I was like, I'm a I'm a ceremonial type of person. I'm like the first person I get to it ain't by the pee. And I remember this chick in a black dress or whatever. She was right. I was like, oh, that. I grabbed that joint. That was amazing. The first time I got someone sniped a twerk from me was at the Billy Blackout. That was at least snake ass. <laughs> um, I'll never forget. I see the chick moving that ass. Like, and I was like, yo, she's bad. I'm going to go smooth over there. And, like, you know, they had, like, the little white columns and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I peeped 
there and I just started like, I, you know how I am. I'm like, not like, I don't go straight at it, you know, because I don't want to draw no attention. So I'm like, incognito, like, whoa, whoa, making my way though. I'm quick. This nigga, no Ellie, shut up. <laughs> Ellie spin off the block like he's Shaq or something. He just, he right there. I just look right at him. He stares me dead in the face as he grabs the twerk. I was like, he don't care about my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like I got my first lap dance there. I was getting I was getting turned on the wall, and I look to my right and I see TK pull a girl, and she starts giving him a lap dance. And the thought in my head, I'm turned. I'm like, wait, if I, TK about to get a lap dance. I'm definitely about to get a lap dance. And that it was like I don't know, like some like futon or whatever there and I sat down and the chick just gave me a lap dance. I was like this is the best night ever guys <laughs> like, man, that, was, that was my first See, for my, my first successful party was actually orientation so orientation um, I stayed in pride and uh, we go to the union right so go to the union I go like In the basement Like I'm in the union I kind of just walk around You know whatever And then I go in the basement And I see people playing Like video games and stuff I'm like nah I'm trying to really party Whatever So I come back up And like I think for me It was just one of the moments Like I, I dreamt I dreamt of actually Doing a successful swag surf So I remember when Swag surf first came on And I was like Yo And you know me Like for those who don't know, like Rob and I, I told Rob about, I told Rob about a couple people, but Swag Surf was one of the songs. I was like, hey, this song's gonna be huge. But in Maryland, it, it just never got anywhere or whatever. So when I heard it, I was like, yo, they play that? And then people were like, yo, man, let's link up. I'm like, link up. We like, oh, we're doing it. And then the whole oh, gosh. union is Swag <laughs> Surf. And I'm like, this is great. Oh my God. I can't believe it. <laughs> This is ridiculous. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I remember first time hearing back that ass up in the South. I heard oh, it. Oh man. And for me, for me, I'm like, you're done. I'm like, oh I'm I'm not hip, so I'm like, oh they're playing Juvie down here too. And then I see everyone go crazy. And I'm looking like, wait, huh? And then I see a girl twerking. She's like right near me. So I grab her. And then everyone just starts twerking in like harmony. And I'm like, bruh, this is like one of the greatest things. I'm 18. I'm like, yo, I live a crazy life. Like, I feel like Jewels, bruh. <laughs> Shut up, bruh. Dead so, ass, though. So, like, that was dope. I remember this song. I don't know, like, hit him with the flex. Hit him. Like, literally, I'm getting twerked on while hitting the flex, which is one of the coolest things I've ever done to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and I was like, man, I remember coming back telling everybody, like, yo, AT is dope. <laughs> like, yo, man, I love college, bro. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that was, um, that was my, one of my, that was my first really party moment. So, the first time I heard Pat that ass up, I had been at Blackout. It was a bad chick standing next to me. But you know, I didn't know like the protocol or whatever. I didn't know they they still played that song. Right. And I remember hearing boom, boom, and I'm like, is this the song I think it is? And like, cash, I'm like, oh, it is. So I turn to my room, I'm like, oh, snap. So I grab her and she just starts throwing. I'm like, this is the greatest moment ever. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. and at that point, I realized. Every time you hear back that ass up, make your way to the baddest girl in the party, and she is going to throw that ass. <laughs> That's a fact. Like, like, I had a crazy streak. I was like, every time back that ass up plays, I got to get a twerk by a crazy joint. Now, the, the best moment is, like, DJs play similar rotations, so you kind of know when they're going to drop it. It's mm -hmm. around, like, seven bad joints, right? And you just pick like okay it's me and my homies and it's these girls and the <laughs> song plays and you got to pick of the litter it's like bro, anybody <laughs> this sound like it was cold stone bro 
when you get trapped, like the best. I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like when you get trapped around a whole bunch of girls oh and one just throws it on you, bro. Bro, <laughs> like. No, that's like next level, bro. When a chick grab you and start tossing ass, like, bro, you are taken to heaven. You're like, wait, I've been chosen to be blessed. Amazing. Getting chosen at a party is, is still one of the best feelings of all time. Oh, my goodness. But remember when we got torched on back to back? Yeah. Like, our back to, oh, that was a legendary moment, bro. Legendary. So I got to ask you, man, where were you when you went to your first go-go? Oh, man. Fuck, my first one. I had to be in D.C. And I remember the first one I went to, I didn't even go in. Like I was just outside with my friends. And I was like, no, we're not going to... No, we too cool to go inside. We ain't gonna go. And I remember shit went crazy, and people start running out. And I was like, "Oh shit, it's popping!" Right, and then I was like addicted to like, "Oh no, we're gonna be here next week, bro." Post it up again. I think like the first couple times we just went out there like, "No, we just gonna post up." Like, yeah. So the first and. Probably to this day, the only go-go I've ever attended. And to this day, I still don't know how it happened. There was a go-go throwing at Flowers after the ban happened. So it was just like, how did they pull us off? The police um, sponsored it. Just it was cold too. I remember seeing girl in like a two-piece. I'm like, bro, it's like 20 degrees outside. Like that's what you came in, and it was low key like a middle school. Let me show you move that part. He was it wasn't him. Those are the songs that girls would be throwing ass to back home. I remember Kyle was like, "Yo, we should go in the in the bright sea pictures." And rep Palmer Park and going to Palm Park pictures and rep Bright Sea Road. What is wrong with Kyle? You don't even go here, bro. What like, is wrong with Kyle? you won't reap those those consequences. Tyler and I will. Like, <laughs> you just asking for it. But Ain't no, Tyler Palmer Park? Yeah, which PPC. And I I remember the craziest moment is this girl. Her name was Lena. She went to Largo. Trapping in Largo. She was. <laughs> and she was clapping you know I, I was rapping with her and dog I remember like she was dancing on me I'm already like yo she she going in I'm just like bro this is great then like she stopped and did a split what bro what I was like <laughs> my mouth dropped <laughs> You know, the funny thing is you man, you must have looked hella young too, so your mouth dropping was like Macaulay Coffin like <laughs> Dog, it was I just uh, did the same shit. You go you gonna laugh because I, I definitely <laughs> I loathed. Oh like, gosh. Fam, she did the split and then like bit her finger and was looking at me, bro. And you did bro. nothing? I'm gonna kick. Someone should have drop kicked you right there. Just get on the ground, bong. What's crazy? I got her like Facebook, but I didn't. You are the Facebook. worst, bro. I'm done with you. See, this is why me and Jewel barely are friends now, bro. I don't know how else we survived flowers because he just loafed all the time. What is wrong with this nigga? <laughs> a chick did a yeah. split bit her face. Well, I'm tired of the talking in this nigga here. <laughs> so, nah, man, I was. That moment was crazy, man. Like, dog. But, alright, one one last one before we get up out of here. We could continue to do this for like two, three hours. Definitely. When were. Where were you when. You got curved the worst? I got a lot. So oh <laughs> man! It had to be A and T in more gym. Um, I was high as a motherfucker, and I go to this chick, 
I'm just like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? You know how it is. You, you try to pull the dance, blah, blah, blah. And she just like, and she just give me the look. And she just like, nah. And like, I was blazed. So like, that shit happened in super slow motion. And I felt like I saw everybody looking at me. And I just remember, like, yo, I got to disappear, bro. Because this is bad. So, because... I'm I'm transparent. I'm gonna give y'all a couple. I don't know if I have a definitive D one, but I got like I got one on every level. <laughs> what? In high school, I want to say it was like eleventh grade homecoming. Mm. It was like, hey, bro, go dance with that girl. I was like, who her? It was like, yeah, man, go dance with. She's trying to dance. So earlier that night, someone told me that. And it was legit. She was trying to dance. So I got to dance. Like, yo, good looking. <laughs> this was not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old fun setup. And, like, I try to get behind it. Like, trying to dance. She's like, uh, no. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, when girls give you the sound effect, they just know they're killing your confidence. <laughs> And then it was like, ah, you try to dance with she dance. <laughs> and I was like, yo, let me tell you, hold on, let me tell you real quick. One of the worst times I was uh, trying to get a dance, you know, I was trying to like match the girl rhythm and she just like put her hand on like my stomach, like was like, the fuck? <laughs> oh, and I was like, and like taking like after the after it happened I just started laughing but like in the moment I was like oh this is bad <laughs> I'm trying to think one in college I think for real for real like in college and afterwards when I would get curved all the homes oh, would be around me greatest moments no one is there when I get curved everyone <laughs> every time is I there. see I look and it's like, like damn bro <laughs> Like when I got curved in DC, you Ellie. How did we all I see that? A girl. Yeah, that threw me on the girl. She thought I was her dude, and didn't realize I wasn't, and just stopped. And then like <laughs> Ellie laughing, you just like, oh, holy, I lost it. <laughs> but but last last one, where were you when you saw the greatest curve ever? the greatest curve ever like when you seen someone get curved so bad you like thank god that wasn't me oh man it has to be TK um <laughs> I haven't seen TK okay so we was at the hotel party um and TK kept trying to get a twerk from oh gee yeah yeah, yeah, trying to get okay, a twerk okay. from this girl. She was like, nah, nah, right? And I was like, yo, TK, chill out. So he tried to get a twerk from her again, like another song play. And she was like, yo, TK, this is a curve. And I was like, I ain't never heard a chick just telling me, like, I'm curving you. So I was like, oh, shit. And then um, TK, like, smacked on the butt. And she turned around and slapped the shit out of him. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. I, I didn't see that. That's, that that's was wild. a legendary moment, yo. But see, I've seen TK turn a wild curve into getting her oh, number. Fam, oh, couldn't. no, he's immaculate. Like, the shit that would, that would just shut me down, he just bounces right back from. Hey. Like... He got the Russell Westbrook syndrome where he just do something oh, super wild. We're like, bro, what the heck are you doing? And then he'll make up for you. Like, how did he? Yo, do he that? slammed a girl's door and then got her number. Bro, I remember I like, that. And then he got the I was number. Like, how did you do that? What kind of play is that? <laughs> so, but surprisingly, TK. Even though I've seen him, shout out our boy TK. I've seen him get curved a lot. The greatest curve I ever saw, I was in D.C. Um, I was at, I was at Ibiza. Uh, I was with Kyle and his boys. We got in the club hella late, right? Like, 
they were holding the line like crazy. We had to pay like twenty five. <laughs> you know, DC, oh, right? Yeah. And we in there and like no, it's in the beginning and people are kinda dancing, but again, I'm letting people get sacrificed because there's no <laughs> way I'm I already know it's not North Carolina where everyone's with DC you you gotta warm up, right? Rob, what I'm about to tell you is no exaggeration. <laughs> this girl, she she twerking, she throwing it, mm-hmm. right? She one of them pump faker girls, you know how mm-hmm. I go. This dude, because at first I think Kyle was going to get up on it. I was like, nah, nah, wait. I was like, wait, I don't, I don't trust it. Because her homegirls was kind of like looking like they they setting somebody up. Dude, come out of nowhere, he see it. He try to get up on her. Uh, <laughs> she literally does a spin move, high no. combination. <laughs> like she was, she was, you know, behind a dude comes up on her, does the spin move to create the separation. Uh-huh. Then hits the Heisman, and I was like, yo. Damn. Yo, I've never seen anything like this in my life. (laughs) Holy shit! And and yeah, bro, that bro, that what? Bro, let me tell you a funniest one. I think we was in Bennett, and uh, man was trying to dance with this girl, (laughs) and then like, but see, I guess she like lesbian or whatever. Cause her girlfriend came over there and just like snatched her up like mid twerk. Like man was in the middle of trying to get the dance and she just snatched her up and walked away. And I was like, damn man, how your girl gets snatched by her girl? <laughs> Yo, but at Bennett, bro, that definitely happened. A dead ass, dead ass. That shit is like, no. Yeah, I, I've witnessed some curves. I've been curved so much. It's, bro, like, <laughs> I try to forget. I just be bro. like, yeah, my <laughs> shit, most of my shit don't even be horrific. It just be like the subtle shit. And I just like taking a stride and I try to keep it moving. <laughs> but like, yeah, nah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that that's our uh, the first edition of Where Were You When? Uh, hope you guys like it. Hope you got to reflect on your own <laughs> moments as we reflected on ours. And uh yeah, we got we got more to come. Yeah, so yeah, y'all keep supporting, y'all keep uh subscribing, keep telling your friends to do the same and uh until the next time. Peace. Peace.